Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 It's True Neutral. I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. Hi. 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 We're back. It's Again. An, it's another week of this this shit that we live. It's called life and also this podcast. Yeah. True Neutral. <laughs> Getting profound there for a second. Getting deep. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I by live deep, dog. <laughs> <laughs> live deep, die deep. That's what we say. Uh, How's your week been? It's been one week. Um, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, no, it's just I don't. That's about about like that, actually. All right. Whatever, yeah. Whatever that was just Lot, now. Uh, stutter stops. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just how my brain's been feeling. I finally got my lawn done yesterday, but because yeah, the rain. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Because all the rain and stuff, though, it just got built up, and it took me like an hour and a half to do because I had to weed eat first before I could even touch it with the lawnmower. Yeah. <coughs> Well, and it's been, like, it's been real rainy here, and so it's, like, it it got, it had time to get lush. Yeah, it was real thick. It was, it nice, you had a very lush lawn. Yeah. yeah. You have some real pretty pink roses out in your front lawn, and, though. Uh, They're yeah, gorgeous. We trimmed them back so they all grew all nice this year. Um, yeah. Stoked about that. Yeah, but now I gotta weed the front lawn, because those nice roses are surrounded by cheat grass. Yeah. Well, I, but I walked by and, like, I noticed they're, like, big. Like, they're, like, a handful, these roses. They're, Fuck yeah. they're big. And they are just the most beautiful, bright fucking pink. Like, of course, I stopped and looked uh. at them. I'm like, oh my god, those are amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about plants and shit, but my partner went after. She moved in. She was like, "We're gonna cut those back this next year." And I was like, "What? Why are we gonna cut them back? They're already dead." And like, oh, they grow better that way. Yeah. So it's like trimming your hair. You have to trim your hair, like trim the dead ends every so often, otherwise your hair doesn't grow so, as fast as it should. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, now we got pretty, pretty flowers out front, and that's real yeah. nice. Um. That's uh That's about it. Cats are yelling. Yeah. Cats Han- are always yelling. Hanzo's in here, causing the scene, being part of things. How was, how was your week? Uh, my week's been pretty good. Uh, just, you know, lots of working and um, uh, playing more video games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I beat Detroit Become Human, um, clocked it. Oh, yeah. And uh, now I'm uh, moving on to I'm beating both Resident Evil 7 and then 8. <laughs> Um, because I looked at things and I was like, I, I got done with Detroit and I was like, well, I can either play The Last of Us 2, like I was planning on doing, but The Last of Us 2 is a long fucking game. I've heard that. It's like 30 to 36 hours, somewhere in that area, Solid. probably. Solid, yeah. It's a, it's a good long game, yeah. you know? Not quite as long as Red Dead 2, but it, it's long. Right. Red Dead 2, I think I clocked that at closer to... Well, I finished the game at like 56 or 60 hours in, I think. I also finished the playing the game at about 50 hours. I did not finish the story. <laughs> we talked maybe, about that before. Maybe it was 80 hours for me. <laughs> maybe that sounds more right. Because I did a lot, a lot of side stuff. I did a lot, a lot of just running around. As soon as I realized, or as soon as I was like able to get to the big city there mm-hmm. and just go wander around the big city for a while 
Like, I was like, cool. I've seen everything this game wanted to show me. I got the old style cowboy stuff, and then I saw the the burgeoning industry of the new world coming in, and uh, now I'm done. <laughs> I just don't understand. Anyway, <coughs> Arthur Morgan's not that interesting. Uh, he really is, though. I love Arthur. I just couldn't. No, we, we've talked about this before. We're retreading on the ground. Yeah. But. Um. No. So, Last of Us Two is probably, yeah, like I said, like thirty to thirty-six hours. It's a good long game for what it is. Um. Or <coughs> I could play both Resident Evil Seven and then Resident Evil Eight <coughs> in roughly like twenty-six hours, <laughs> probably. No, because I'll I'll take my time with yeah. them and I'll have fun because that's what I do. I take right. my time to go back through. I I have a very specific way that I play games. It's not quite completionist, but it's, like, the first, like, three quarters of the game, I'm super, like, I want to find things and explore and do stuff and, you know, get as much as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And then I get too into the story at some point, and I just kind of, I'm like, oh, story stuff! And I just plow through (laughs) the rest of it. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um... But yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I can play both of these games in less time than it'll take me to play that game. And then I can still go back and play that game. Mm-hmm. But it'll allow me to get three games done faster. That makes right. sense. So, yeah, I wanted to... I decided to do that instead. So now I'm playing Resident Evil 7, which I love the Resident Evil games. I can gush about them for days. Like It's a lot of fun. Especially 7 and 8. They're two of my absolute favorites in the in the entire franchise. Uh, first person, super terrifying. Like, I also have a thing when I play these games. I almost always exclusively play them at like midnight to four in the morning with all the <laughs> lights off in my house. Only play like listening to it through headphones. Like, I I try to immerse myself in the full horror game experience as I can. Hell you know, yeah. that's rad. Um. So, yeah, I, they, they hold a very special place in my heart because they are two of the scariest, especially Seven, really, was absolutely horrifying. The really first time I played it, that, yeah. I was like, oh my fucking god. Um, eight is, it is, it definitely falls along the, the Resident Evil vein, but it has a little bit more of a campy feel to it, yeah. honestly, overall. But it is still a really, really good game. Fuck yeah. So. Fuck yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, um... Yeah, yeah, playing a lot of video games. That's what I've been doing this week. Fuck yeah. I also have been, and I'm excited to talk about that, but, uh, what, do you have any, uh, um, stories this week? Um, fuck, not really. Story, 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 one more It's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine, we can just stretch out a hypothetical or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or we can do multiples. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. This is you, um, we you you're seeing us we're very off the cuff here. This mm-hmm. is how things work with us <laughs> most of the time. Like yeah. Uh so I, I have I'm excited cuz uh, Holly Holly World got an update. Oh, it's got nice. some DLC. Um it's the first of a bit like we got a little um season pass kind of thing. I just bought the the deluxe edition or whatever when I got the game, so just just waiting on that content, but they got the first little batch out, and uh, it's it's pretty sick. It added a whole another little mechanic to the course, because, you know, it's just a, as we've talked about it in the past, it's a 2D side-scrolling uh, skateboarding game, mm-hmm. and uh, 
you know, you got you, you got your grinds, you got your manuals, you got your uh, quarter pipe grabs, and then like uh, you got grabs that you have to smash through the crystals. So you have to click your stick, which is just an added little mechanic. It's just there are rocks in the way. You got to smash through them. Okay. Um, that's a tough skateboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough. You with like they're just big old crystals hanging in the sky. I don't You're know. You're just like bam. Yeah. Yeah, just okay. fucking mute. Sure. Fucking Weddle Grab into that shit. I actually have the Weddle Grab in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Go Weddle. Yeah. Weddle's a I local love hero. Man. He lives pretty close to us, Chris Weddle. If you don't know the story about him, I'd really look him up. Yeah. He got interviewed by Tony Hawk a couple years ago, and they officially renamed the trick because it's his trick. It's his trick. He He's and, an old school professional skateboarder, like Lords of Dogtown status. Yeah. And, and, so, and uh, he lives around very here. Very good he's, friend of ours. Yeah, skates at our park. Is uh, I grew up knowing him and his wife. Like yeah. they lived in Kamii, where I live, and like it was yeah. really cool to grow up knowing them and just be able to hang out with them whenever I wanted to. Fuck yeah! Very very cool people. Very cool yeah. people. Him and his wife are both very very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was super happy when they finally <laughs> did that that whole changeover and they gave him like the respect he fucking deserved to yeah. have and. Oh, such a good... He, yeah. He earned it. Big clap yeah, so to Weddle. Go look up Chris Weddle. Um, Chris and then uh, W-E-D-D-L-E. Yep, yeah. Chris Weddle. Just look him up. He's badass. Yep. Um, really good man. But, yeah, you can Weddle grab through crystals as long as you click your stick. Um, but another mechanic they added in because the Void is like aliens. Okay. Uh and they've invaded, and there's there's a whole little storyline, and I honestly, I'm going to go back through the whole thing and just read the whole actual story, because I just skipped past it the first time. But it seems like it's vaguely interesting, and there might be some fun lore. Lore! Well, so, uh, yeah, might go back through and... You know I love lore. Yeah, you, get, you best keep me updated <laughs> on that Ollie Ollie lore. <laughs> Will do. Uh... But yeah, the this, the space heads mechanic where it's a it's void and V O I D it stands for something. Oh, it's an acronym. Yep. Okay. Yep. See, yeah, that th- that definitely means there's lore somewhere yeah. because you have to figure out what that stands for. I think they tell you at one point, but once again, I just skip past <laughs> most of the story stuff. God, but it's it's just it's just them talking to you before and after the very fast paced levels. So read it. <laughs> It's yeah. important. Why would you ever skip dialogue? Because the whole first two games didn't have any. So? Had zero, not a zero. So that doesn't make you interested in what they're saying? The, no, because of the functionality of the game. It's a quick-paced skateboarding, like, get but good story. game. I, I know, I just wasn't expecting story when I started the game, so I just started skipping past it, and then by the time I was like, ah, actually, this might be fun to read, I was, like, most of the way through the story mode. You hurt my brain. Mm. Anyway, uh, the <laughs> the void adds a new mechanic because there's UFOs in the levels. Now. That's fun. So there's like the, you know just like these. do they like tractor beam you up? Uh, yeah, but only if you grab. Okay, so once you're in the air grabbing, they're like dibs. Yeah, yeah I guess like they're <laughs> gotcha. Just, they're just there, like they're big. They got a big beam, like as wide as the UFO. It's just this big translucent purple area. Okay. And as soon as you're in the purple area, you just it'll fall like gravity. But if you're grabbing, you'll get pulled up. And so they, you know, make that a full mechanic where you have to get to a certain spot, or if you need to get like, there's a gnarly route on every park. 
Okay. So, like... It's like a harder path. Yeah, exactly. And so, they really take advantage of that UFO to make to make you get on those. Mm-hmm. Makes it really... It's just... It's a fun new way to spice it up without, like, changing it up too much. Yeah. Because you just, you just have to grab a little more, basically, and throw out some weird up-and-down timing. Yeah, right. Uh, so... It's a it's a cool mechanic that uh, adds to it without being frustrating, yeah. which is which is uh, a hard balance with as many stuff or as much stuff as there is already to pay attention to as fast paced as the game is. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was nice. Uh, they got some new designs on the alien characters from the Void. All look pretty cool, and the 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 boss guy from the Void just looks like a big. I don't know. Uh, you ever play Sonic Adventure? No. Not at all? No. Oh. Uh, it looks like Chaos from Sonic Adventure. I don't know if that helps you at all. Nope. No, the the blue liquid thingy? Not even a little bit? Nah. Anyway, it's red liquid instead, but... Basically, it looks like a weird Chaos. Okay. Mm. Sure. Mm. Um, Whatever that... I'm sure someone out there knows what you're talking somebody, about. Somebody, somebody knows exactly what I mean. They're the first, they're out there being like, ah. In the first Sonic Adventure, I don't like Sonic games. So. Well, it's okay to be wrong about you know the three good Sonic games. <clears throat> there's like sixty, but there's three good ones. I I just yeah I don't like. I like Crash Bandicoot and Mario. <laughs> Yeah, I played a lot of Sonic as a kid. Slightly but... less fast-paced platformers, please. No, I, <laughs> I really... I liked Sonic as a kid. Like, uh, You can talk about water levels all day, but there is no more stressful death animation than Sonic Drowning. None. There's none in the world that, like... The, the way the music builds up, the way, like, he starts freaking out underwater because he knows he's drowning, mm-hmm. it, like, it's actively terrifying to go through as a full experience just to be involved yeah. in that is crash terrifying. bandicoot drowning is very comical it's hilarious it's like he's just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> crash bandicoot doing literally anything is funny Woo! <laughs> uh, i love crash bandicoot games so oh, much my son has started to play crash bandicoot on his own because you know when i when he's playing on the switch he can just scroll through all the games that i have mm-hmm. and uh yeah, he just came upon Crash Bandicoot one day and just started playing it, and he's really not bad. Yeah. Like, I am just surprised every time he does a, like, I watched him do a full level before and, like, die once. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck, kid? Yeah. My son has beaten all three of the Spyro games on his own. Yeah. On his own. He also beat the first uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. He beat that on his own. You told me about that before. That's fucking impressive. I'm pretty sure he Your got, like, 60 right of now? the riddles as well. He's eight? He's nine. He's nine. He's, but that happened when he was, like, seven or eight. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's ridiculous. I think he's beaten the first two Batman games, actually. I think he just hasn't beaten the third one. I really want to get Arkham Knight. Which, I, I beat Arkham Knight. It's really good. I want to go back over that and get through that tank part I fucked up at. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Um, but no, all the Ollie Worlds update is uh, a lot of fun. I I've already gotten through all the levels. It took me uh, 
Well, now I need you to replay them and pay the fuck attention. Yeah, well, I'm going to replay the whole game mm-hmm. and come back next week with, like, a full lore update. Cause, Good. Like, yes. I've yes. done I've done all the levels and stuff, and, uh, yeah. Oh, here's something I can talk with you about on the podcast and see if we can get some feedback. Um, Please. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was thinking we could start doing, because I... We might put the podcast on YouTube. It's it's weird. Um, <laughs> people keep asking us. Like that's that's like the number one spot I get asked for. Like, oh, are you guys on YouTube? When I tell people about the podcast, they okay. Like, oh, are you guys on YouTube? And, and no, we're on literally every podcast service, but we're not really on YouTube. No. Yeah. Um, for some reason, our integration just doesn't doesn't follow through on there. Anyway, um, I don't really. Want to put our podcast up on YouTube? It's just... I don't know. We might, but... Uh, what I want to do is... Uh, content that's just... Uh, just us discussing very specific things. Like... When we have, like... A question about a specific thing in a video game. like So we have, yeah. like, a game theory. Or, like... We are like... Why the fuck is this... This movie... You know, we're yeah. like, hey, this series, what the fuck is this? What? Why? Yeah, what are you doing? So, um, just shorter, more, more short yeah. things than what we do here on True Neutral. Yeah. Short but, form questions that we could maybe do in video form. Is yeah. Is that what you're talking about? And then putting that on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. I like this. Yeah. So, you can think of... This can... is a fresh pitch to me too, guys. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah. No, I like this, and uh, yeah, you could pose us some questions that maybe we could also answer in exactly. these short form uh, uh, videos. Yeah, uh, um, give us, give us your just make a true weird. neutral, true neutral YouTube or something. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that would be a good, uh, good way to engage people with the podcast. Yeah, so let us know, please, if that sounds like a good idea. If you uh, like that idea. Um, Honestly, if it doesn't, we're probably going to do it. Yeah, any- we anyway. we probably will because it sounds why like a good not? idea to to us. Yeah, so, so just be on the lookout for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we we will update you as that happens. Yeah, we we might it, do one of those today. It might be as soon as later. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I just heard about this. Maybe it's also going to happen soon. <laughs> it's not like none of us. So it's not like we have no ideas for stuff like this. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Ollie Ollie World and uh, that as well. Um, I'm actually going to update on Detroit Become Human. As, become, in in become lieu of Detroit my story. Humanity. In lieu of my story today, uh, I will I will update on the video games that Vigi I've been games. playing. Um, so, so I've beaten Detroit Become Human at this point. Again. Uh. Um... A, I forgot how long that fucking game is. <laughs> it's not super long. Like, it's probably only, like, eight or ten hours, something like that. Like, it's not super long. But it kind of feels really long. About three quarters of the way through the game, you're oh, just, no. like... Like, it's clearly all building to something. Um, I, I was able to do almost entirely a pacifist run, um, like mm-hmm. I was trying to do. Yeah. Um... I didn't personally take part in killing any people. The only people that died were people that died in cutscenes that I had no hand in, in doing anything right. about. Um, 
However, I did lose a couple of companions that I could have saved. Um, the reason that I lost them is uh, because uh, while I am good at playing games, and I played it on the harder difficulty, not the easy difficulty. There's like two, one where they give you offer less chances for people to die, and one where it's more real and it's like the chances of dying are a little bit more extreme. Okay. Um, I lost a couple of companions that I potentially could have saved because while I am decent at QTEs, I can do, like, the the four pads or whatever, the X circle square triangle, right. and moving the joystick around is fine, and mashing buttons is fine. The shoulder buttons, however, <laughs> because my brain, I'm stupid, and I can't do lefts and rights really fast. Like, I have to actively, like, think. It takes me time to think about which Lift one's your left, left hand, make an L. I don't do that. I point in both directions, and I'm like, okay, right, um, or left. And, like, it takes my brain time. Like, I've never been good at left and right, and I don't know why. So when I have to push something in, like, a second and a half right. or whatever, and it's L2, my brain will just, like, I'll automatically just smash R2 just instinctively. I'll just hit the wrong one. And that has it caused me to lose two companions that I potentially could have saved. Damn. But I'm dumb. <laughs> and it wasn't even, it was like entirely my fault because it was the middle of a QTE and my dumb brain just can't do lefts and rights fast enough to <laughs> fucking, to do it. Like, it's, I felt so stupid and angry. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why can't I figure out right and left? I'm 30 years old. (laughs) Um, But, and then, like, mild spoilers for the game. If you haven't played Detroit Become Human, I guess then you can stop listening for a few minutes. Um, Like, I, there becomes a MacGuffin, like, part of the way through the game where Marcus, who is, like, uh, the Jesus symbol of the game, he's, like... From Gears of War? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he's the android that he's, like, been destroyed. Like, he, he turned deviant, and then he got destroyed partially, and then he woke up in the the landfill and had to rebuild himself, like I talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he comes back and leads an android revolution, and you get to choose whether he does that peacefully or he does that, like, through force right. or whatever okay. to gain their freedom and whatnot. Um, and obviously I did a pacifist run. I chose an entirely peaceful route. The android army didn't kill, like, anyone. Um. Very nice. I I ended up gaining their freedom through entirely peaceful means. Hell yeah. Um, and there was, like, a point partially through, part of the way through the game where him being, like, this kind of Jesus character who is, like, bringing them together. He's been resurrected and he's bringing them together and leading this revolution for their people or whatever. Um, he develops this power where he can just, like, touch other androids and say, like, wake up. And they automatically just become deviant and go on to his, like, side or whatever. And then part of the way through, like, a little bit later on, like, all the androids suddenly have this power. They can just wake up other androids as they please. (laughs) I was like, wait, I understand him being able to do that, I guess, to an extent, is, like, a plot device. Like, he needs to be able to garner enough people for his revolution or whatever. But you can't just give that power to 
any android. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. <coughs> like, yeah, that's a pretty extreme... <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, it's still a really good game. Um, it has some of the best uh, mo-capping for faces that I've seen in a really long time. Oh, that's nice. That's um, nice change. Some of the characters are still a little bit derpy, but, like, overall, it has really good mo-capping for, like, a game that is entirely based in, like, staying character to character and having conversations and decision-based gameplay like that. Like, they did a really good job on all of that. The animations are really fluid. Uh, The way you play the game is is nice. It feels a little tank-controly sometimes as you're trying to walk Mm -hmm. around, but... It's not meant to be a game where you walk around. It's meant to be a game that is, like, a cinematic in nature. Right. So, I, I, you know... Yeah. It, it's overall very good. Still, big recommend big, over big here. Big thumbs up, he I says. I just, uh... Part of the way through, the MacGuffin of the androids waking up kind of got to me a little bit. Yeah. Kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. And then it, it did feel like it dragged for a little bit right before, the, like, the big climax. It kind of slows down in pace, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. Yeah. And then it picks up, and then it ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it does make me want to play through again at some point and do a genocide run and just slaughter everyone. I will do uh, an update whenever I do that. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Look forward to that. Um, man. Uh, yeah, pull out the old list. Uh, yes, because we're going to need at least one more. Because um, I got one. It's uh, Have we done the cyborg question before? You have to replace a part of your body? I th- think maybe. I feel like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Shit. Yeah, get your list. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. My first one uh, is uh, the zombie apocalypse just happened. Okay. What's your plan? Oh, uh, okay. So, um... It's fun. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, um... I, I have a plan, actually. I, I, I do, too. So. I drive out to my dad's, say, Hey, Dad, give me all of your guns. Except for the ones you need to survive. No, and then come with me. And then come with me. We're going hunting. No, we're just going to go pick up my family, grab your, grab your trailer, grab your fucking RV, grab, grab all your shit, everything you need. Get all your shit together. Yep. Get it in a pile. Get it. Get it all together. Take it to the shit store and sell it. I don't care. Shit museum. (laughs) Uh, Just, just get it together. Get uh, it together. uh, (laughs) Get your shit together. um, I'm gonna grab my family. We're gonna go to the woods where we own property already. So we like we just know that nobody else is gonna be there. You know. Okay. Um, and we're just gonna set up. It's just outside of a town where we can go and forage where we need to. Mm. Sure. Yep. Grab my family. Just outside of a town means you still have to look out for zombies being around in the forest looking for you. Yeah, but that's... Zombies just... in the forest seem scarier to me than zombies in the city, not gonna lie. I, I don't have any issue with it just because of how comfortable I am in the forest. I, I mean, zombies in the forest, specifically at night... 
is scarier than zombies in the city at night. Yeah, if I'm on a city street and zombies are coming at me, that feels right. If I'm walking through the forest at night and zombies start to come at me out of the trees, that's horrifying. <laughs> well, yeah, well, so there's there's a couple of things. Um, one is that the, the terrain all around our land is pretty difficult. <laughs> would you say it's difficult terrain? I would, I would, I would. I would say but at least have their moving at speed. At least having movement speed. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Let's> just... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, beyond that, uh, it's not a very big town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'd be very easy for you to wipe out the, the nearby zombie population. Yes, yes. So... You have enough bullets to kill them. Yeah, yeah, my dad probably does. I don't know. but If not, the town's probably got more bullets the in The town it. definitely does. It's an Idaho logging town that has bullets. Oh, then there's probably a lot of people still left alive, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be a decent settlement. It's probably going to be a safe safe place, and they're all very friendly people. Cause yeah, it, honestly, Idaho's the place to be if you want to survive the zombie uh, apocalypse. We literally have the most guns per capita. <laughs> like, Oh, except for one county in Alaska. Um Nez Perce County specifically has the most guns per capita in the United States. Mm-hmm. Save for, uh, yeah, one county in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's just indicative of the whole state. Yeah. Like, it's... We have a ridiculous amount of guns. So, uh, honestly, yeah, it'll probably be a safe haven after a little bit, but, like, I, I just know, like, either way, we wait for the zombies to, like either thin out or die out around us and then we just go back into town basically yeah because that's a town that's surrounded entirely by woods and a lake it would be very easy for you guys to like log part of it and make like a fortification and there's you know there'd probably be plenty of logs just chilling out Mm -hmm. at the logging facility there so yeah it would be very easy to build like a wall around the town or something like that like with a gates on the doors to let cars through if, you know, need be. Fuck, there's at least two parts of town that need to be accessed by a bridge. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah, not, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're pretty set, I think. It sounds like a good plan. My plans hinge more on things that I can't control than yours <laughs> do, because I don't have that luxury. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand I'm lucky. <laughs> Um, so my first plan that I've had for a long time is obviously gather up all my stuff and as many of my friends and family as I can. Mm. Um, I happen to, I don't have any guns in my house, but I happen to, you've seen some of my, I have a lot of different fun weaponry things that I can bring with me. Just weird things. I have like, yeah, a big hunting knife. I have my machete that's a machete that's also got, like, a serrated saw blade on the back end of it, on the on the other side. Yeah. I've got a sword and, like, shurikens. <laughs> what been, are shurikens gonna do for you, really? Not really a lot, but they are, like, stabby. Like, I don't have to throw them, I can just stab with them. That's fair. <laughs> like, um, it's like the, the hunting knife I have. I'm not throwing my hunting knife. That's, like, a backup last resort kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I also have my wrecking bar, which I would definitely bring along. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, mainly because blunt weapons are 
realistically just better than even bladed weapons. But yeah, most bladed weapons are gonna dull out. Mm-hmm. If you can just if you can just smack something well enough, just smack it. Yeah, yeah. If you can smack something hard enough to smash its brain, especially a, a decomposing zombie body who's probably got soft bones to begin with. Yeah, you really have to remember that we're starting this is the beginning of the apocalypse. These are basically fresh humans. Yeah. Okay, my 15-pound bright yellow wrecking bar will still do the yeah, trick. Yes, that one will <laughs> do the trick. That thing is solid. Yeah. Yeah, but if you don't have guns, even if um, you do have guns, if you don't have a way to silence those guns, they're probably beaten. Weapons probably going to be best. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, guns are great, but they attract zombies closer to you. Obviously, I am going to try to get some if I can, you know, scrounge out a couple from here or there. I'm going to try to do that. Because it would be nice to have one. Um, but yeah, I've got a lot of blades, and I've got my, my wrecking bar. So I feel like I'm pretty set in the weaponry department yeah. to start with. And then I would try to go and hole up and take over Costco. Costco is a big, giant cement building. The only real way into it, besides the emergency exits, which are easily able to be barred, and they lock, like, they only really open from the inside, not the yeah. outside... Uh, is the front entrance, which is, like, two big garage metal doors that come down, and then, like, a ten-foot gap, and then two more big metal garage doors. So there's, like, the dual layer of protection there for them to have to get through. Um, And inside Costco is literally everything you could ever need. The delivery door as well. Oh, and the delivery door. But that's also a big metal door, which yes. is very easy to keep locked. Yeah, I think they actually have a special locking mechanism and operation for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so like, yeah, it'd be, it's a very secure building. The rest of it is entirely made of cement. Yeah. Entirely. The so, biggest problem I think you're going to face is other people wanting to do the same thing and not wanting to share. Mm-hmm. Which is why I said I would take over Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I have enough people with me, then I might be able to. Yeah. Um, my I actually the other plan that I have thought of is there's a place up way up above Kamii. Um, it's a little lake up on top of the mountains called Rocky Ridge Lake. Uh huh. And it's it's like five miles up the mountain. Fuck like, yeah. Like way the fuck up there. And it's, like, there's a camping spot and trees all around, and it's, like, way out on this dirt road that, like, the last, like, two miles of this dirt road are so pitted and warped and things that people have had to, like, move rocks and use planks and things like Mm -hmm. that to try to make spots level enough for cars to get through it. Yeah. Like, it's really, really rough to get out there. And, yeah, there's, like, full camping spots, like, fire pits, there's trees all around, there's a lake to go fishing in and things like that. Right. Like, it would, and it's way up on top of the mountain. It's, like, about as far away from things as you can possibly get. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. To, to be clear, I would definitely try and just gather you with me. <laughs> like, just, just get another pickup. See and... me running down the street with my dog and my family, my wrecking bar in my hand. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to Costco! <laughs> like, get the fuck in the car! <laughs> like, I just, I've already stopped by and picked up your trailer. We got another pickup. Like, we're just like, where the fuck did he, why would he, uh, uh, let's, let's grab it, let's go. Like, where is your friend? And you're like, I know where he's going. <laughs> Decide. You're just beating on the door with like 50 other people because somebody got there first. No, I'd be finding a way to climb up to the roof. I know that there's a way to get in from the roof. There has to be. 
There's, there's probably a way to get out from the roof. There's a maintenance hatch. There's got. There's always a maintenance hatch. They gotta be able to go up there and take care of stuff. Yeah, from the inside they go up. I'm sure I can get in. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I like. As the maintenance guy at the place I work and having to go on the roof, I know you can like if that hatch were to close behind me on my way up, like and and latch. It's you. You have to intentionally latch that thing. But if it were to latch behind me, I would not be able to get down like without crawling some weird way off like i could could not get back inside the building i have a wrecking bar yeah i guess if you've got a wrecking bar there's there's a chance but like yeah so at, at least our lid is all metal uh, the latch is all metal like yeah you're gonna be you're gonna be prying at it you know what i mean yeah that's fair but i'm getting into that fucking <laughs> i'm making it that's the point that's that's a fair call <laughs> Zombie apocalypse happens, and I know my friends and family are at the bottom of that Costco waiting for me to pry this hatch open so we can get in. I mean, assuming they didn't also climb up with me. Right. Then, yeah, I'm prying that fucking bitch open as fast as I fucking can. Pop! (laughs) Let's go! Fuck yeah. But yeah, yeah, I go up and pick up your trailer and just grab... Yeah. It, yeah. would, it would not be hard. It would not be <laughs> your vehicle and my vehicles. I imagine a fun scenario where we're trying to like speed through town, getting away from zombies, and we flip a corner real fast, and my trailer whips out and just like <laughs> takes out a row of zombies as we drifted around the corner. <laughs> that's a that's the way more fun thing that would happen instead of actually just rolling it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it would just roll, but I like to envision it as, like, a zombie Michael Bay movie. So, like, oh, now the trailer... Land. Yeah, the trailer's just gonna take them out as a row. Yeah. I think I think that's what would happen. <laughs> I live in a fantasy world, so that's exactly how I think things would have happen. That's fair. Fantasies are fun. <laughs> oh. What, 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 you got, we got another, got another question? Um... Another, uh... I don't know, question. Sure. Got it. Got it. How about... How about this one? <laughs> Seeing as uh, the bonus episode today yes. came out... Yes. Uh, the Futurama episode. You'll listen if you haven't. Yep. Yep. That would be for you guys. It would be a few days ago now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're behind. Yeah. Get on <laughs> it. Why ain't you listening? Um, uh, the uh, question here. If the world had, like, a future crime detection system a la Futurama like the Pickles the Robot kind of style <laughs> okay yeah yeah Minority Report yeah um what 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 do you th- how would how would like how would it be different like what would be different do you think people would still be able to get away with things like like drug deals and stuff I think that most people Moitas. I think most people would still get away with most things. Clown murder. As <laughs> happens more often than you think. <laughs> uh, I think most people would still get away with most things because a crime detection robot like that, an AI like that, unless we have several hundred thousand. Yeah, it would get overwhelmed by all the things that are happening. Yeah, or it wouldn't be able. It would only be able to detect you know, a certain level of things happening, and it would only be able to do that for a limited range. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, t- I think, yeah, I think the one they had only worked, like, in the city. It yeah. wasn't for everywhere. Yeah, it worked in the city and, f- like, vaguely with limited time ranges. Like, yeah. uh, the, the rules were really not clear on that. But, the, the like, regardless, it... So, imagining a perfect system, a perfect crime prediction system, I think that a lot more things would become a lot more legal than they are a lot faster than we think. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think the amount of crimes that that robot would recognize, point out, about literally everyone, <laughs> would would make people reconsider laws. <laughs> just as a whole. I think that would be the main repercussion. I don't think it would be so much everybody's in jail. I think why we go to jail would be entirely reconsidered. Very quickly. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, because, like, I've been thinking about it, and I'm like, so, like, at night, this thing is probably just sitting, like, alone. There's no really people working nights, usually. <laughs> There's one or two, obviously. Yeah. It's a police station, but, like, not, like... Significantly less than the daytime. Yeah, yeah. And there's this robot, or whatever, that's sitting in a corner in another room, and, like, all night long, all it's doing is sitting there, like, PROSTITUTES! <laughs> PROSTITUTIONS! PROSTITUTES! <laughs> PROSTITUTES! <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That, that like, was a Venture Brothers reference. It, it wasn't was. just being insensitive. No, it was Venture Brothers. That was, that was a good episode. <laughs> that was a really good one. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, because, like, unless they have it set to very specific, only look for murders or yeah. only look for rapes or things like that. Yeah. It's, Otherwise, it's just going to get overwhelmed with, like, yeah, shoplifters and muggers and sex workers that are technically illegal in most of America still. Yeah, and, and beyond that, it's going to be, like, how far in the future is it predicting? Um, because, like, even imagining, imagining a perfect system... Yeah, so it's probably yelling out prostitutes all day long because people are, like, thinking about doing it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but beyond that, like... If it, if it can show you a visual, kind of like it did in the Futurama episode, it yeah. can like, give you a visual of, like, who's doing a crime and about what the crime is. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of surprising results about people that you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe even yourself. Yeah. Because in, if the system works perfectly and it's going any length of time ahead in the future, people's circumstances change. People make rash decisions. People just do things that they think is right at the time that that is just a fact and so when we see those circumstances or like the outcome of circumstances without lead up or context and we just see people we know making decisions that are we view as immoral or we know as illegal well, that was the entire point of that episode. Well, r- right, but that's what I'm saying is like we're we're like most people are just like we're not gonna have a full. We might have like one month of like everyone's arrested, but then we're gonna look at it and go, "Holy shit, everyone's arrested!" Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, 
I like to imagine that this machine is like this yelling. This machine is for the, the machine is yelling out the crime that it is seeing, like <laughs> like before it tells you about it. Really, jaywalking, 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 and like it just like there's too much input, and it's just like yeah, jaywalking, prostitution, mugging, robbing, stealing, like <laughs> like it's just going through this list as it's getting money laundering, money laundering, <laughs> getting overwhelmed by like all these crimes, right? And eventually, it just like starts seizing and catches on fire. <laughs> The technicians are frantically, like, trying to shut it down and put out the fire. And they're like, what went wrong? And they're like, there's too much crime in the city. <laughs> AI suicide, AI suicide, AI suicide. Boom. Is that a crime? Did he call himself out just now? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> suicide is illegal. I guess it's illegal for absolutely everyone. <laughs> He saw himself as a living thing, and that's what matters. I just got done playing Detroit Become Human. I know what's up. That's so sad. (laughs) Just seeing your own suicide as a crime, and not being able to stop because you hate it. I like how you say it's sad, but this is... You, you are laughing very hard. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wretched thing to think about. <laughs> it's a wretched thing, he says with a giant grin on his face. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. Such a travesty. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so, for context on this, do you want to know the hardest I've laughed at TV in probably the last <laughs> ten years? Hmm. There's, there's one episode of Rick and Morty from the first season. Rig Potion number nine. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. The very first time I saw that episode, they have to bury their dead bodies. They have to bury their own dead bodies. Yep. And it is one of the weirdest sequences I've ever seen. Absolutely. But Morty's this... horrified conversation with Summer. And <laughs> the, the second Morty just has that look on his face and a song starts. Can you feel it? Uh, the I laughed the entire rest of the episode, oh all the way through the credits. It's I could so... I could not stop laughing the whole time. It's supposed to be such a somber moment. It absolutely, like, but the, the, it's fucking funny. <laughs> it's fucking funny. It's I laughed so hard, and I, I legitimately, I have not laughed at anything on TV for that hard, including all the most recent episodes of Future of Rick and Morty, because, like, I'm a, the last season's really good, season five's really good, mm-hmm. lots of lore, lots of lore, so much lore. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's a lorgasm, Derek. Oh, I need to watch it. It's really good. Actually, we've got it on DVD, I might just let you borrow it, it's fucking so much lore dude hell yeah um wait what was season season four was the one that had the the episode where about the private toilet right yeah and the episode about uh jerry being with the alien woman yeah yeah and then the dragon episode (laughs) yes okay so i did see season four yeah the dragon episode was 
weird. Weird. Very weird. So is Jerry being with an alien woman. No, I but I got that one. I like, understood that a the, bit more. The jokes were there. Like I, I understood what they were going for the rebound episode. But like, I really liked the private toilet episode. <laughs> that one was really funny. Yeah, the, the the whole getting back at him and yeah, yeah, that was a good bit. Season four was like not very lore heavy though, and that no. was the problem with uh, for a lot of people with it. I think. I will absolutely you know season five makes up for it. Holy that's good. Shit. I think that's because there was kind of a bit of backlash about it. I think were like, I think they were also just building up to it. Dan Dan Harmon's really clever about story structure, um, and if he had given us just the big lore dump like not teased out the way he did it wouldn't feel as satisfying mm-hmm. like he's he he did have that weird I want to keep bringing it up because it seems people just brush past it he had that baby fucking joke he made that baby fucking joke. He did, but it's just a joke. <laughs> I make bad jokes all the time, and no one bats an eye at it. Look, and like I have heard the worst of a lot of your jokes. You also laugh at that Paul Lynn joke and get that baby out this plane, or shut that baby up before I fuck it. Because he's obviously like he's going out of his way to yell that to a plane full of people. Like he's he's, he's not gonna do it. Like, he like, said it on camera. <laughs> you think I, he didn't know people would hear that shit? I think the way he tried to cover it up and, like, brush past it, make it seem like nothing, when it was pretty fucked up. It Because it's a joke. Like, I kind of, I understand that to an extent, because I don't, I don't know. Like, that kind of dark humor is, like, what I thrive on when I listen to comedy. Right, and, uh, like, I have made dark jokes. You listen yeah. back through this podcast, there's some fucked up shit I've said. Yeah. Like, absolutely. There's just, like, I I don't know. There's just, there's just a level where, like, you should be held accountable at least to the degree that you, like, apologize. <laughs> <laughs> like... Acknowledge that you know why you're trying to brush past this and not just brush past it. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. Lampshade your shame. <laughs> I just, I, I looked at that whole situation and I watched the video and I was like, I don't know. It, it's a joke. It's a joke in very poor taste. It's a horrible joke in bad taste. But it's nonetheless, it's just a joke. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, he is a story writing genius. I just don't want to, like... Uh, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. I just tried to avoid that one, but... <laughs> no, no, I took it there. Alright. Because why not at this point, right? Uh, fair enough. Why not? Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you need to get off your chest this week? Uh, Kajit has gross atrocities if you have laughter. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> oh, Christ. So, um... I... Never want to experience life as a fish. You can find us at TrueNeutralPod at... Twitter.com. What movie was that? I uh, wish, I wish I was a fish. 
Uh, you can remember. find Derek uh, on I'm Twitter. I'm Mr. Dab himself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost in a thing for you said that, and I was just like, wait, what? Oh, God. Uh... At trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Send us an email. I'll read it out. I'll respond to you personally. Um, send us ideas for questions that you want answered in short form video. Because yeah. that's probably a thing that we're going to be doing. So yeah. Very likely um, to, to today. So we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, so let us know about that, please. And uh, if you have an interesting question, send it to us. And uh, we just might talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, Get, get, get about a, movie stuff, video game stuff, generalized questions. Do you have a specific idea or just like? Um, no, so like uh, I was just thinking like like the Ollie Ollie lore stuff. Like, okay, just like once I go through that, maybe I've got a question about that and I want to talk about it. But I don't mm-hmm. like I don't want to talk about Ollie Ollie again in the main podcast. And like I maybe it's a w- weird specific question that I'd have to explain a bunch of lore for, like, just to get to the question, you know, like, yeah. that sort of thing, or, like, um... <laughs> what? How in Fight Club did those guys see him fighting with himself and go, oh, yeah, I want to be a part of that. That's, I... Yeah. The really specific questions okay. about movies. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm super into this. Yeah. <laughs> Real specific questions about media, lore, books. If you've got a question about a like specific part of a book that you're like, now how actually did Dudley Dursley get a PS1 before it was released? A year before it was released. Come on. That's a fair question. It, it's, it's one of the most famous fuck-ups in Harry Potter. Uh, it, he just got a PS1 a year early because... Rowling didn't know the timelines. Or maybe Vernon, being high up in his company, was able to get an early release version. Because he is fairly high up in his company, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's true. He, he makes good money. And he lets Harry know it. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, maybe. Just maybe he was high up enough to be able to get like a super early like release prototype version out of them for some reason. Because maybe corporate stuff that I don't understand. That's. I mean, it's technically possible, but it doesn't really matter because Dudley broke it. Yeah, which is fucked up, Dudley. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Your dad gets you a fucking pre-release PS, PS1 and you fucking break it. I yeah. almost said PS4. One of the most iconic consoles of all time. Uh. Anyway. Rolling's a turf. Uh... <laughs> And, uh... This has been True Neutral. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Yep, get a hold of us. Uh, email, Twitter. Facebook. Facebook, whatever. Uh, There's band stuff. Um, do we have more videos getting ready to go up on the band stuff? Yeah, I'm working on it. I figured. I'm not trying to pressure you. It's a pain in the ass. This one's a pain in the ass, because I... Video's too big to upload anywhere, and I have to edit it on my phone. My phone has... You can't put the video on the laptop and edit it there? No, it's too big to transfer. I gotta cut it up. That to, makes no sense. I gotta cut it up to move it. So just uh, just clip it after drinking time and make one half, two half. Uh, gotta clip it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> true neutral. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.